Once again, Vegan Snack Attack is brought to you by Go Max Go Foods, makers of some of the best candy bars you can possibly get, especially if you're vegan or gluten-free. But you don't have to be vegan or gluten-free to enjoy these. They're a lot healthier than some of the traditional alternatives, but they're not health food bars. They're delicious, delicious candy bars. They're peanutty and nougaty, caramely. They're, mm, they're so good. Check out GoMexGoFoods.com to find out where you can buy them and to get some descriptions on their products. And also visit their Facebook page. It's GoMaxGoFoods. Uh, if you see the little dog picture, then you know you're in the right place. That's one thing I love about their Facebook page, too, is they post, they post all these pictures of dogs. How, that's so great. So check out GoMexGoFoods.com and their Facebook page. And now, on with the show. If you're ever seeking for some grub that is vegan, but there's nothing new. Before we get started with this episode, I just wanted to give a quick thanks to a few people. First of all, thank you so much, Thomas Hughes, for the perfect theme song. Uh, Thomas is in a band called The Spinto Band. They just released a new album called Shy Pursuit, and it is phenomenal. Uh, he also has a solo project called Carol Cleveland Sings, and Carol Cleveland Sings is fantastic, and you should absolutely look him up. Uh, Thomas Hughes, the Spinto Band, Carol Cleveland Sings, he's so good. Uh, but I also want to thank everybody who's been leaving uh, iTunes reviews. Uh, the CK1 Love, I really appreciate what you said. Uh, Barton Lewis, you gave me five stars and uh, definitely mentioned Thomas Hughes, which was very cool. And I also love what you said, what more could a vegan Vulcan human ask for? Uh, Angela Payne 27, I really appreciate what you said. And Wiggles 10, I know that you had some criticisms and I've taken it into consideration and I'm definitely going to be more aware. And I hope that you continue to listen to the show. Uh, please give it another chance. But even if it's a bad review, I really appreciate it. But the good reviews are even better. All right. And now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Vegan Snack Attack. I am John Wiener and I'm here with a very good friend of mine. This man has brought me, brought me donuts from Las Vegas, just for me, and it was very special. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Jeremy, you are the man behind Planned Food for People, the, the greatest tacos on the planet. Thank you. Come on, give me give me some more than that. Give me a little, give, give me a little bit. They are good. I have uh, <laughs> met very few people that didn't like them. It's uh, my wife's recipe. She oh, really? First, first. So you're the chance. you're the you're the business guy, and the... I'm the I'm the guy who does the talking and uh, the greeting, and I take the money, <laughs> and I get to taste all the delicious recipes my wife makes. Well, she's a wizard. I have to tell you, she's so good. The okay, so your tacos are jackfruit tacos. Uh, I, I know that I've talked about jackfruit tacos to a billion people a billion, a billion times before. Can you tell me about jackfruit? Uh, jackfruit is a spiky green ball of a fruit. 
uh, I guess it's about a foot long when it's nice and ripe and fully grown. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's young and green, it's virtually flavorless. And what we do because of the texture of the meat is similar to pork or carnitas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we marinate it ourselves and give it all the flavor that we can uh, to make it similar to uh, stuff we ate before. I haven't been vegan for very long. Uh-huh. And uh, Janice came up with a recipe for a marinade and we served it to our family. Everybody loved it. Uh, and actually the idea came about because originally we wanted to make tamales. And okay. after going to Pure Luck... Pure uh, Luck. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Rest in peace. Anybody who has been in Los Angeles during the time when Pure Luck was around knows that Pure Luck was a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, we owe them the idea yeah. of uh, the jackfruit taco. Because uh, before it was, uh, for us, the jackfruit taco, it was the tamale meat that mm-hmm. we were going to use. Figueroa Produce in Highland Park uh, gave us our first can of jackfruit. Uh-huh. And uh, it was their last can in the store. They gave it to us for free. And uh, really? I, me and Janice discussed, okay, let's, let's do this. It uh-huh. was around the holidays. It was probably uh, 2011, 2010. Uh, I think it was more like 2010. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did it the way my mom did it when we were a kid, which is uh, just you take the New Mexico red chilies, which mm-hmm. are dried pods, and you make uh, the sauce. And I guess I can go into how it's made because I know. <laughs> then uh, you you got to soak the red chili pods for, I don't know, maybe about 15 minutes okay. in some warm water. Then uh, I don't want you giving away all of your secrets right now. Yeah, it's a red chili sauce, and that's okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> It's not that uh, secret. Everybody knows how to make it, at least in... Everybody? Mexico, all right, fine. Yeah, everybody that cooks with that stuff, I guess, would sure. know how to make it. So anyhow, uh, we made the sauce. You add a little flour, you thicken it up, and then we poured it on the jackfruit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made our tamales. But I wasn't sold on the idea of making a jackfruit taco until going to Pure Luck. And they, once we were there, I loved the, the super jack burrito with like sweet potato fries in it. Not, oh, God. It's so what good. I remember from there is a Glasgow salad. And good it was stuff. French fries, beans, yeah. all the toppings. Yeah, I actually, uh, I get, I've tried making jackfruit tacos before. Not nearly as good as yours. Uh, I get the jackfruit... Any most Asian supermarkets will have it, so it's the young jackfruit in water or in brine. Yes. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, I've made the tacos before, but it it hasn't been the same. But it's been good. It's been really really good. But it just it doesn't have that planned food for people, you know. Thank taste. you. Yes, that it's important flavor. to make the distinction uh, because they do sell young green jackfruit in a syrup. Ugh, why? And, why uh, bother? What's yeah. that even? Do you know what that's even for? Like what people um, use that for? I think the other, um, well, traditional recipes um, that are made in other countries uh, that use jackfruit use a more sweeter, a more oh, sweeter okay. jackfruit. It's, I guess it's kind of a, a Western thing to, uh-huh. or we can give it all to pure luck. I mean, <laughs> might as well. Uh, they came up with a, with such a, a good idea mm-hmm. to use the flavorless add your own flavor and make it more of a salty sure savory uh, thing as opposed to the it's sweet good stuff syrupy. man uh before we kind of go more into your background in veganism i i just have to talk about this right now we have glasses of beer in front of us and it's just like staring at me and it's like you have to drink me right now so 
I normally get to the snacking portion a little bit later, but I think that we could consider this beer a snack. <laughs> yes, it's one of my favorite snacks. As a matter of fact, and that's what I brought it. Uh huh. This is from uh, the Golden Road Brewery. Uh huh. It's in um, on San Fernando Road in Atwater Village, bordering Glendale. Mm-hmm. And uh, cheers. Cheers, man. Uh, let's see. That is a delicious, delicious beer. Uh, we're going to be drinking this the entire show. So if we start to get a little crazy towards the end, then I really apologize to everybody listening. Um, but yeah, this is really good stuff. Do you know if Golden Road has has, has distribution yes. outside of California? Yes, I know that you can find them at Whole Foods in California. Outside of California, I really, I really don't know. That's a good question. This episode of Vegan Snack Attack is brought to you by Golden Road Brewery. I wish. That would be awesome. Uh, Okay. I've I've established the fact that we're drinking this beer right now. So we can move on. Uh, So I know that you you haven't been doing the plant food people thing for very long. And I know that it's about to kind of break open and become something else. But... Tell me about your life before you were vegan and then going into veganism. Uh, excuse me. Um, well, I grew up uh, here in Los Angeles County on the eastern side. Mm-hmm. And um, Mexican-American family, uh, we ate a lot of meat, ground beef, a lot, pork. And uh, I never thought I'd become vegan, but along the way... We never do. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. I'm vegan for health reasons, and... Along the way, uh, my wife um, had some health problems, and so we asked the doctor what we could do. At the time, I was unemployed mm-hmm. and um, couldn't afford surgery. Uh, it was actually her gallbladder, and people get gallbladders removed through surgery and seem to be mm-hmm. fine and go on living uh, without a problem, but it didn't sit well with my wife. I couldn't afford surgery at the time, and we didn't have medical insurance so we asked the doctor what we could do. She said, um, stop eating fatty foods. Mm-hmm. And that was enough uh, for my wife to decide that she wanted to cut out meat from her diet because she thought that that was causing it. Sure. Uh, since then, uh, everything's been fine with my wife's health. Great. And uh, we, never look, we never look back. That's fantastic. So how long ago was this? It was uh, three years ago. It was three okay. years ago for my wife. It's been uh, two and a half for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... You have kids. What What's the situation like with their dietary habits? Well, uh, with my wife and I have decided not to impose anything on my kids and uh, make decisions for them as far as what they might want to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're at home with us, which is most of the time, uh, they eat vegan because we eat vegan. Sure. We don't, we don't buy them any stuff that's not vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my parents aren't vegan her parents aren't completely vegan so when they go with grandma and grandpa they get whatever they want Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of the love of family well who knows what will happen down the road yeah i think uh my both my sons are really really smart and they are educated in the foods that they they know they've read books we we actually uh just got them the book that ruby roth released uh mm-hmm. just recently um vegan is love mm-hmm. and we've had the original book she released which is um why we don't eat animals mm-hmm. and they're very um they're very aware of what goes on the thing is we're a working class family single income mm-hmm. and uh we cannot always provide everything so 
my oldest son is in kindergarten and he eats the lunch that's provided by the Los sure. Angeles Unified School District. My other son, Animo, is in uh, preschool and he just graduated preschool, so he'll start. Congratulations. Yeah. And by then, we will be uh, trying to do more. We're always trying to do more as far Great. as their dietary. You do what you can. Yeah. You know, it's not always an easy thing. And as long as it's the seed is planted, wow, that's a little bit of vegan plant food. It's humor, really convenient for the, Animo. Uh-huh. I'm sorry uh, to cut you off. It's no, really no, convenient no. for Animo because uh, the the Head Start program, which is Pace Head Start, uh-huh. they have allowed with a doctor's uh, note, and they provide a vegan food for him. Vegan that's lunch. great. And that's in the Head Start program. So that's, that's awesome. That's been cool, and he loves vegan food. That's really cool that there things like this are kind of happening. Yeah, you know? I, it's really certainly cool. I was at least unaware of it when I was young. If if there was anything like that, but same here. It's great. That's just, I think that's a really important thing that's going on right now, and I hope that we see a lot more of that. Uh, before, we go, before we get carried away a little too much, and I, I certainly have a lot more questions for you about your past, I, you brought a lot of snacks with <laughs> Let's you. Let's get into these I snacks. think that we, we're going to pace ourselves a little bit, but I definitely want to try some of this. And I think that, I hate to say it, but the, the place where we have to start is these cupcakes right here. Yes. Tell me what we got here. That's my chef and my wife, uh, Janice, that has created a cheesecake from her own recipe. Cheesecake? Yeah, it's cheese, maybe with a Z, is how we want to call of it course. cheesecake. right. Uh, vegans do eat cheesecake. Uh, it's made from a um, sour cream that we got uh, from Trader Joe's. It's, I think okay. it's Tofuti. Tofuti. It may, may just be a Trader Joe's brand, but this is her cheesecake, and it looks delicious. All right, well, Let's do it. here, they look a little messy, so here, there's a napkin for you. But we're just going to take a bite of, oh my God, this is insane. I'm going to definitely uh, post pictures of this on Twitter. Oh, I got to like some of this icing. It's so good. All right. Wow, that just m- melts in your mouth. Wow, Janice, I'm telling you that woman's a it's wizard. really good. You know what? Where did, you find, my... where did you find this one? <laughs> As chance would have it, I'm a lucky guy. And uh, she's a great cook. Uh, she seems to cook more now that we're mm-hmm. vegan. And a lot better, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> it's delicious. Excuse me while I chew and drink. I know, it's so good. Sorry about that, everybody listening to all this amazing chewing that we're doing. Anything she... She cooks or bakes uh, is really good. Her mom and her sisters are all bakers and, and oh, cooks. Oh, great! And so, uh, I'm, I'm does she have her. any plans to to bring this out into uh, well, I think, the mainstream? I think we're gonna have to now, yeah. So you you've had plant food for people that has been more of a pop up thing. Yeah. For the past, how long have you been doing it? Well, in June, which is uh, we're in May now, almost mm-hmm. in June, it'll be our first year, complete year. We do the uh, Northeast Los Angeles Art Walk, which uh-huh. is every second Saturday of the month. That's in Highland Park. In Highland Park. Mm-hmm. I think it stretches to Eagle Rock and, and maybe Silver Lake. Right. Uh, but that's a great sense of community. Mm-hmm. We've always been about community uh, ever since moving to Highland Park. We lived in another section uh-huh. uh, than, than where we live now and uh, noticed all that was going on. It's really artistic as far as the, um, the people there. And there's music and there's art and there's um, a lot of good good people there very friendly Mm -hmm. and it seems uh it seems to be a melting pot it's a great community and it's just booming 
right now, and I know that that's where you're planning to open up your shop. Yes. So tell me about Plant Food for People, the the empire that's about to begin. Well, once we started with the tamales, and then uh, we we made some sausages. Sausages. And, yeah, we've made sausages and sold them at Figaro Produce Market. Man. And we, like I said before, I'll say it again, we owe them a lot uh, for what they've done for us. Uh, we've sold sausages there that we've made and tamales. And after trying the, um, the jackfruit tacos and all uh, the feedback we got, mm-hmm. we decided that we wanted to open a place. And after we moved to um, our new residence where we're at now, which is in the neighborhood of uh, Plant Food for People. Sure. And the neighborhood right of around Milar was... 49th, 50th in York. Yeah, York Boulevard. They call it the York Village. Right. Uh, there was an old walk-up walk building that had been closed down. Probably, uh, it's over five years, maybe more like seven years it's been mm-hmm. closed down. And it was staring at us every time we'd come home. And uh-huh. Janice said, well, that's the place she wants to go. And uh, though everybody pushed to get a food truck, you know, get a food truck. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we always... Uh, we're set on opening there and um, luckily after some time you know when we first started in June uh, we tried to get a hold of the owners and they let us actually set up for the art walk at their place Mm -hmm. to to try it out and to prove to them that we had a a market and we had some customers who wanted sure who wanted to to have vegan food there. I think I actually remember when that happened and I remember you guys like ran out yeah we sold out (laughs) yeah we sold out uh, thanks to um, the amazing vegan community that's on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. The word went out and uh, they lined up for us and we were overwhelmed. We're building an army, response. man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Every day, more and more people come out of the woodwork and are just like, oh, what's this whole vegan thing about? Oh my God, this is amazing. This food's so good. Jackfruit, what's this? Oh my God, I could totally eat this. That's, I think that uh, a lot of people have you to thank for being introduced to jackfruit tacos. And uh, it, it's it's incredible. And I hope that more and more people look at that as a go-to food rather than, you know, sticking to the regular taco meats. Yeah, I like think, that. you know, and a lot of people... Especially now, when, once you're open, you know, every day, yeah. and people are more exposed to it rather than just at art walks and things like that, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I, uh, we're banking on it. So <laughs> I'd like to uh, be able to quit my day job and focus all my attention on platform for people. <laughs> so tell me, what is your day job? Uh, well, I'm a stacker operator. At, uh, what is... What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen the big rolls of paper? Big rolls of paper. I'm talking uh-huh. like the size of uh, four refrigerators put together. Sure. So where I work, they take three of those of different thickness and weight, uh, run them through a machine. One of them gets corrugated. Mm-hmm. And there's a top liner, a bottom liner. Gets glued together. Making cardboard. And at the end, on the stacker, they get piled up uh-huh. and sent to the customer uh, to make boxes. So I run the stacker. Okay. And I check the quality and relay uh, messages about the quality of the board back to what we call the wet end, uh-huh. which is where the papers start. And uh, they make adjustments and... Uh, and I get paid. <laughs> I get paid weekly. I moved up. It's only been a, a little over two years that I've been working there. That, but that's like true, you know, working man. You know, yeah, I'm the American working man right now. And I, I'm sure that 
you are not going to miss that. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I look forward to the day when I can uh, give my two weeks notice Mm -hmm. and feel secure. And uh, I will never look back on that. Right. It's honest work. And uh, I don't. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it provides for my family. Absolutely. Uh, It's. And you'll be opening up a, a new job for somebody else yeah. out there, right? Yeah, right. right? Yes. Somebody else's American dream. They probably won't do it as good as me. Probably not. But, uh, Definitely not. You know, they'll have to learn. If you make cardboard boxes as well as you make jackfruit tacos, <laughs> then I think that the cardboard industry is going to be missing something amazing, for sure. Well, thank you. That's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice, compliment. Uh, nice compliment. So... We're still enjoying our wonderful Golden Road Brewery Double IPA. Uh, I think that since we're pacing ourselves, it's safe to move on to our next snack. What do you think we should go on to? Yes. Uh, well, I'm not a big sweet guy. And the, the times that I do eat sweets, uh, it's usually made by my wife. Sure. And uh, Yeah, well, yeah, why that's not, why I didn't right? buy too much to bring in, no, 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 uh, no. aside from the beer, which is most important. But um, yeah, honestly, which is greatly appreciated too. <laughs> honestly, I don't. Um, well, when I eat snacks and when I eat sweets, it's when my wife has made it or mm-hmm. you know, someone in the family, which is not often. But this cheesecake is really good. And it's very good. The second item I brought is a peanut butter cookies from a company called Gobble Green. Yeah, I've never heard of these before. Yeah, I bought them at the Figaro Produce Market, and um, they're actually made on campus at USC. Whoa, really? Yes. That's oh, that's so told. cool. Yeah, the, the Jefferson address for uh, USC yeah. is on the back. 1436 West Jefferson Boulevard. Yeah, what? so <laughs> that's why. Uh, yeah, gobblegreen.com. Uh, and I also want to point out, these are gluten-free. They're made with rice flour. That is... All right. It's time. It's Let's time. It. This is happening. Uh, so these are peanut butter cookies. Yeah, I got the peanut butter. I love peanut butter, dude. That is a good cookie. No, peanut butter for vegans all day. It's true. Mm. At the Vegan Beer Fest, which was two weeks ago, uh, did you have a good time? I had the best time. Okay. Um, I know that I talk about Los Angeles a lot on this podcast, but this has to be known, and I really hope that this kind of goes on to other markets, other cities. Uh, there, the the Roxy. I'm sure everybody's heard of the Roxy. If you know, if you're into music, you've probably heard of the Roxy. It's on the Sunset Strip. They between them, this bar called Tony's Darts Away, and the wonderful Quarry Girl of QuarryGirl.com. They put together this event. I think this was this was their third year, and it's the LA Vegan Beer Fest. And great music, uh, tons of, I don't even, there must have been like 25 different breweries. Yeah, sampling. at least 25 and like 15 food vendors. Food vendors. Actually, uh, the Seabirds truck was there, which is based yep. in Long Beach, California. And they had guest chef, Brian Patton, the sexy vegan, the sexy vegan. episode two. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was making his black bean sliders and tempeh meatball Was that good? Sandwiches. The tempeh meatballs ran out before I could get any, but I had some of the black bean sliders and they were good. I saw pictures and they looked good. I was so busy. There, Yeah, there's... Brian took a picture of me eating one of them and I was enjoying it greatly. Um, but that's this is actually a great opportunity for us to talk about beer. I know that you're not like... Your thing isn't beer. Your thing is tacos. Yeah. But we certainly both enjoy beer. Uh, a lot of people don't realize 
that beer can't be sometimes isn't vegan mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and i'm gonna do my best to explain it okay and i'd like for you to chime in oh yeah uh, I'll go. so as far as i know and i'm no expert that's the thing about this podcast i don't know anything <laughs> about anything which is why i have my guests my wonderful guests come on to tell me exactly what's going on here but for beer it's all oh it's mostly in the filtration uh and also sometimes things are treated in a way that maybe has some sort of animal byproduct but it's mostly the filtration and some of the things that are used and this is the same for wine too so you have to kind of do your research a little bit before mm -hmm. but egg whites I don't know if that's so much of a beer thing. Do you know, do you know no, about this? No, I've never All right, heard so it. It's icing glass. That's the Icing big, glass, which is made thing. of fish. But yeah, fish guts. Fish guts. <laughs> I tr whenever I'm talking to somebody who isn't vegan, I don't use the word guts. I say fish parts. Oh, really? Because <laughs> when nice you say it's made of guts, then that just... You know, I'm they trying to make sure that everybody's comfortable with what they're doing. And if it's just, you know... Uh, fish scales, sometimes. Oh, really? Um... Yeah, I think beer, it's mostly the icing glass. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Icing glass. I mean, that's the way I pronounce it. Right. Sure. Icing it was veganase until you told me it was... Veganase. It was veganase. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't know until I was at the International Pizza Expo last year in Vegas, and Follow Your Heart was there, and uh, I said veganase, and then it's like, oh, it's actually pronounced veganase. So now I, so now when somebody says to me veganase, I'm like, it's actually pronounced veganase. <laughs> That's exactly the way you said it. Yeah, right? And your eyebrow did the My same My eyebrow did the thing, thing. yeah. Okay, while we're on that, let's clear it up for, for the um, listeners. Yeah, is I it Daya or is it Daya? It's uh, the cheese. Daya. It's Daya. It's Daya. I, I definitely need to uh, do, do some homework and then release just a small mini episode of just the pronunciation for certain things. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm serious because a lot of people call me out on things and it's like, I don't know, I'm pretty sure. But in, unless somebody is out there to just say it, you know, you're never going to know. But yeah, it's Veginase. Uh, so yeah, follow your heart. Awesome people. Yeah, that Veginase is really delicious. But you've it, talked about that. On it's great. Show. And talking about speaking about Veginase, you use that with your Chipotle mayo, right? Yep. Uh, so with your tacos that you make... Uh, you always offer, you know, every taco, what is it, two bucks and you get two toppings? Yeah, you can choose two toppings of five. The Chipotle mayo is my favorite. This is a well-established fact. It's actually <laughs> one of the most prop popular uh, combinations uh, for us. And were you making that yourself? Yeah. I think yeah. that they now sell Chipotle. Oh, like really? sells yeah, Father Heart sells Chipotle Veginase. Oh, so it's available but to everybody. I don't know if it's different from your recipe, but definitely Probably. worth a taste test. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of preservatives in it, and we don't use, oh, maybe. We don't use those. Maybe. Yeah, if you want the good shit. Boom, sorry. Yeah. If you want the good stuff. <laughs> I try to keep this as clean as possible, but I've had a, I've had some of this beer from Golden yeah. Road, and you know that's when things get a little bit looser. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so you offer the Chipotle Mayo. The Coles, the coleslaw. Yeah, we call it the Northeast Los North Angeles coleslaw. Yeah, yeah, that's some good stuff too. Uh, a tiny bit of coleslaw makes a big difference. Yeah, uh, you have the New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico chili. My family is from uh, Carlsbad, New Mexico, on my okay. dad's side. He was a. Uh, I don't know if he was born there, but they, but when he was very young, the family um, migrated there, mm -hmm. and um, so. 
a lot of the recipes that I grew up eating were from New Mexico and New Mexican recipes. The New Mexico chili is such a short harvest, uh, maybe like two months of the year during the summer. Huh. And so what my family does, and a lot of families do, is uh, they buy in bulk the New Mexico chili. It comes mm-hmm. in like a 40-pound potato sack of uh, chilies. And we have a big party. We call it the chili, New Mexico chili roast. Everybody brings their barbecue. We gather somebody's house that has a big yard and a pool maybe because it's, it's in the you know, middle of summer and it's usually hot here in, in California. Uh-huh. Uh, we've actually thought about, because my parents uh, have retired to Las Vegas, okay. uh, having it in, holding it in Vegas uh, for the family. But for now, it's still here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, we roast the chili on a barbecue and then you bag it and okay. you freeze it. Throughout the year, you can thaw it out as needed, and uh, that's where that's where it comes from. So, I've always done it. Summer is right around the corner right now. Mm-hmm. Are you are your supplies running low? Yeah, yeah, they are. So you're you're are you itching for the new harvest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're looking forward to it. I think the plans are in the works now for our. It'll be, I think, our twelfth annual New Mexico Chili Rose, where we make Whoa. a big deal about it. So uh, okay, uh, when it comes to be late spring. And mm-hmm. the the harvest hasn't come in yet. <laughs> uh, is there a difference in the the quality of the taste, or does it lose any of its? I don't think spiciness? so. So it's just as good in the summer as when it is the yeah. next year. And it's yeah, uh, you know, I've come across some bags from previous years, and you know uh, right away mm-hmm. that it's two years old or three years old. But when it's one year old, it's, right. there's really no difference in taste for us. Very cool. And then what are some of your other... You have the tomatillo? Yeah, tomatillo. tomatillo. My, yeah, my brother... Uh, Sorry, I said that's so kitchen. American. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Maybe it's just the way I pronounce it. Uh, that's holding on to something. But tomatillo <laughs> salsa is made uh-huh. from the tomatillo, which is a... Um, it's like a green tomato. Sure. Yeah, and it's got its own unique flavor. Uh, my brother... I don't know if he made the recipe himself or he got it off of... Uh, another family member, mm-hmm. but it's really delicious. And so I was happy to do that when we started Plant Food for People. Uh, in choosing the toppings, I brought something from my mom that has always that she's always made, which is a New Mexico chili salsa. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother-in-law uh, and her sister came up with the um, coleslaw recipe mm-hmm. that we use. Uh, my brother, who's very supportive of us and... Um, and we can talk about that later, the way family members of mine, because of us going vegan, have, have changed their dietary sure. habits and become more aware of what they're eating. Right. I use that for my brother and also uh, the pico de gallo pico is de gallo. the last one we haven't mm-hmm. talked about. And that's just your standard fare. It's, it's on right. most Mexican food. It's you a can't salsa. go wrong with pico de gallo. Yeah. Tomatoes, cilantro, and onions. Yeah. Basically. Very basic. Great stuff, though. Uh, I... I've been known to throw down maybe six of these tacos at a time, at least. The only times that I've only gotten like one or two have been when there's a lot of other food around and I need to like try some other things. But normally it's like, oh man, I can only have one or two of these. Oh, such a drag. But it's okay. I'll get over it because you're opening up your, your shop and it's... I'm going to be able to get it all the time. Every day, yeah. Every day, I'm going to be knocking on your door. Uh, so, okay, you just started talking about your family and how 
kind of more your extended family has changed their their dietary habits uh were were they reluctant at, at first or um yeah always uh-huh. always reluctant with new ideas you know i think that's um the old uh mentality is that uh we're resistant to change and i've seen it happen uh in becoming more aware of my surroundings growing up the way uh ideas about government control and society mm-hmm. are always met with resistance when trying to explain the other side or give the alternative viewpoint. And with veganism, it's the same thing in that, um, you know, we, we try and tell our family that we're eating differently because of this, whether it be ethical reasons or health reasons. Mm-hmm. And the studies show that it's better to eat a whole foods, plant-based but right. place diet. And so at first they think they're okay and you know most people have a strong system mm-hmm. uh, as far as their with their digestive health and stuff like that, and so don't realize or don't see any effects of their diet till later on in their later years. Sure, and so uh, they think they're fine mm-hmm. and, they, and they think they're okay. But um, my mother-in-law and father-in-law um, have changed their diet and slowly, you know, have begun over years. Now, a couple years, maybe three years, begun to discuss the things that when we first brought them ideas to them and, and uh, well, those ideas and those studies that explained what, whether it was healthy or not, right. they didn't want to hear anything about it. They didn't, didn't yeah. want to talk about it. Now they've changed. Right. Well, I mean, the, the longer you've been living and used to a certain way of eating or doing anything it becomes harder to understand that maybe there's a better way Mm. and it's difficult for people i i feel like i'm fortunate in that i discovered it somewhat early in life i mean let's see i was what 26 probably maybe 25 and even then i'm like man i really wish that when i was younger i would have been more aware of this but you know it's Sometimes it just takes a kick in the pants or, you know, just to try to see what it's like. Plus, I've been vegan for three years. You've been talking about the past three years. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like the past three years have been amazing for veganism. Uh, There's been, you know, leaps by which people have been discovering different ways to to produce uh, new, new products. And just like yourself, you're experimenting more with food. Uh-huh. And I, it seems like a lot more people are doing that now. And I can't speak so much for other parts of the country or the world, but hopefully people are, you know, doing the same thing, you know, someplace in Kentucky. I'm sure there's somebody who's like, what is this jackfruit, uh-huh. you know? Or, yeah. And because, because of the internet and how, you know, YouTube videos, it's so easy to find instructional videos on how to make jackfruit tacos which i've done too you know it's yeah it's so easy to be able to just see like oh what are other people doing for this like it's like oh i don't need crazy equipment in my kitchen i don't need really weird ingredients right you know it's yeah it's getting it's getting better all that stuff has always been available and it's just right. a matter of putting it putting it together That's right and and it's always been available but now it's even more readily available yeah uh, which is fantastic i'm sure you've seen it in your podcast being picked up in other countries and stuff that people sure. are doing it, you know? Yeah. I see it in, in the likes and the followers that we have 
through Facebook and Twitter, and right. they're all over the place. Yeah, I actually want to take this opportunity to thank everybody who's listening in Qatar, which is you know <laughs> right outside of Saudi Arabia, and Korea, and uh, France, and Germany, and all over the place, and especially in the United States because there's the most of you here. But it's it's amazing seeing that people all over the world are paying attention and you know curious yeah you know you could easily not hit the button to download the podcast you could easily you know not lend an ear to hear it yeah sure or you might it's easy to ignore a youtube video where someone's teaching you how to how to make something awesome whether it's like cashew cheese or you know jackfruit tacos or something yeah um on that note do you ever experiment with uh any of the vegan cheese alternatives yes yeah, we've uh, actually, when we make our tamales, we've tried uh, the Daya cheese, uh-huh. the Teas cheese, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife makes a great cashew cheese, really? macadamia nut ricotta. Whoa, these are, these are all things. The cheese is, cheese is with people that I've talked to that aren't vegan. Uh-huh. That's the last holdout, you know? It's like, I know. oh, well. Well, that's I what it was for it. me. It's like, I would be vegan, but I'm, you know, cheese, boo, boo. you know, it's like, but... I don't know. And and this is something that I've talked about before. My brother is a, a tour guide in New York. He does uh, Scott's Pizza Tours. His name is Scott. He runs Scott's Pizza Tours. And uh, they have a, a vegan pizza tour coming up, which by the time this podcast comes out, it may have already happened. But it's it's amazing what people are doing with either vegan cheese alternatives or realizing that you don't need cheese on a lot of things to make it as, as good as you want it to be. Uh, you don't need some sort of substitute. But that said, we have so many amazing things available to us. Like we were just talking about before, yeah. Daya. You mentioned teas, which is made by Chicago Soy Dairy. That's more of a fresh mozzarella type mm-hmm. of uh, sensation. Oh, uh, yeah. re- uh, it's so good. There, there's a lot of incredible products out there that just keep on getting better and better. Uh, so you used the Daya with the tamales and the uh-huh. teas a little bit? And the teas. How did that work well. out? It was good. It was good. Uh-huh. You know, we did the cheese... Uh, the the teas cheese mm-hmm. for a while with the tamales and that's spelled T E E S E if anyone's trying to look that up yeah that's right and it's good and it melts uh, just the same it's stretchy right and uh, it's great to have these um, cheeses available because it helps people transition into that's into the thing and that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about uh, is the transition so we're talking about cheese right now it's you know they figured out how to make it stretch without using casein which is a protein from dairy yeah i uh, you know daya and tea, and chicago soy dairy with teas have you know been figuring it out uh the past couple of years have just come such a long way but i want to know what your take is on alternative meats like uh there's gardein which i think is fantastic um, uh, and, and I think that a lot of these people call them fake meats. I don't like the word fake. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, plant-based meats. I don't. Maybe we'll come up with something. Yeah. But uh, vegan meat alternatives. But it's. I think that it's a great thing for people who are trying to transition. And with what you with with your product, the the jackfruit tacos, it's taking it's taking something that existed before people ate meat. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like. It has, you would never, if, all right, I'm going to rephrase this. How many people do you think that you get that come and eat your tacos that don't realize that they're not eating meat? I'd say maybe between five and 10 every time we do an event. Uh Yeah. 
Well, I know that you do post on your signage uh, in quotes. Probably it says Carnitas. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think that that's confusing for people? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> evidently it is yeah. for some people. Have you uh, had confusing. any complaints from these? People? No complaints. No complaints. No complaints at all. Yeah. People actually have come back and ordered a more, you know. Right. In this instance, it was uh, asada. They wanted more asada tacos. Okay. And um, when we had to tell them, well, you, you realize that it's it's not real meat. And, uh, yeah. They, and his buddy was with him and he said, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Just give him the tacos. But Yeah, right. We uh, In the neighborhood, when we have, uh, when we don't sell out, uh, we take the next, you know, like the next morning or next couple of days, we'll make tacos and take them to the different stores in the neighborhood and, and share just, just as a, you know, kind gesture sure. to the neighborhood. Because yeah. pretty soon we'll be there. I know. And, yeah. and offering some competition. That's really nice. Uh, That's but, great. But, uh yeah, one one guy who who runs the liquor store Azteca um, in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We took him tacos. The next day, I went back and uh, asked him, you know, well, what'd you think? And he said, well, you guys use a, a lot of meat in those tacos. Huh. And I said, yeah, oh yeah, you know, it's like uh, that's the way we serve them all the time. He's like, you always serve them that way. And I said, yes. But he had like a blank look in his eye, like he didn't huh. get it. And so I said, well, you know, it's not real meat, right? Yeah. And even after that, he still had that blank look yeah. like he didn't get it. And he didn't realize that it wasn't. Right. And I've been told by many people. I took him to work uh, last week on Friday mm-hmm. because we've been running the machine really well. Zero Great. downtime, all this stuff. Uh, I took him to people and they said, well, you, can, you can't tell. If you wouldn't have told me, I would have never known. That's right. And that I means a lot coming from, from Absolutely. Yeah. No. I, yeah. 100%. And I, I know a lot of people who are omnivores who... Love love your tacos very much. Uh, I do have some friends, however, who are under the mindset. You know, they're they're omnivores, and they they think like, well, why would I? Why should I eat this fake meat or this thing that's not meat that's saying that it's like meat? Like, why should it be? Why does it need to be like meat? You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, meat happens to be like this jackfruit that you know <laughs> yeah you know it's like funny. you know and, and by saying that it's meat or carnitas uh with quotes around it is to me it's more like saying if you're familiar with eating carnitas and you like carnitas uh you might like this mm-hmm. and i th- i think that's a really important thing for people to kind of recognize is that uh first of all by saying something is meat or you know anything like that doesn't mean it's animal meat you know fruits have meat yeah you know it's what it's called and just because it's from this weird spiky fruit from southeast asia doesn't mean that what's in there isn't meat it's the meat of the fruit Mm -hmm. and with the right spices you know it can taste delicious and it just happens to taste a lot like you know yeah uh what people uh, are used to eating in tacos if they're not vegan. So. Yeah, we always refer to um, the flesh of the fruit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, there's a a taco nut meat that my wife makes. Oh yeah, it's really delicious and sure. raw. You know. Yeah. So uh, I don't I don't find any. Um, yeah, have you experimented with possibly doing like nut meat tacos or? Yeah, Janice makes a really good chili. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a raw chili. And she uses a taco nut A meat. raw chili. Yeah. Oh, and it's completely raw and mm-hmm. still vegan. And uh, it's, it's delicious. She, and to go back to when you were speaking on cheese, one, one I didn't mention is that uh, there was a recipe uh, by Annie Pio, 
who's a raw okay. vegan chef. Mm-hmm. And she has a recipe for a uh, sunflower cheese. Oh, I've heard of sunflower cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had asparagus with a, with a sunflower cheese in it. It's so good and so rich. And the thing is, it's also it's good for you. Yeah, like, it's really good. it's got a ton of protein, which we all know is you know everybody That's wants to know important. where we get our protein. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, tons of protein and just nutrients up the wazoo. And mm. it's you know it doesn't have there's no cholesterol and mm. there's no fats. Well, there's like the good fats from that you get from nuts, but in moderation. Mm-hmm. That stuff is actually really good for you. So, yeah. yeah. So, so to answer your question, yeah. yes, we, we want to include in our menu when we, uh-huh. when we do open a um, raw, raw side of the menu as well. That's so, cool. And that yeah. will deal with the taco nut meat. Yeah, ta- like taco nut meat with like cashew cheese, maybe in like a collard green, mm-hmm. like wrap type situation. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. I want one right now. Yeah, that taco <laughs> meat in a wrap. Yeah. The taco nut meat in the wrap is really, really good. Uh-huh. Really good. I had it in a place in Vegas. Um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Vegas. So you have family out there. I have family out there. Uh-huh. And um, since going out there, we made a few contacts. Hey, listen up, everybody. We're going to stop talking about Los Angeles for a few <laughs> minutes. We're going to talk about Nevada, Las Vegas. Get ready. That's All right, right. Go for it. All right. Uh, <laughs> we made some contacts out there. I met a, a man named Paul Graham. Janice and I met a, a man named Paul Graham. And um, another young woman uh kelly bennett who's the vegan consultant and uh when she seemed vegan to have consultant just for restaurants or that's well that's her handle on twitter oh really yeah and, i need to uh, follow her immediately yeah you should you should because she's really doing great things in vegas we seem to have started uh very near each other on twitter mm-hmm. and since then watching her she's exploded and she lives in Vegas and has changed so much in the little time. Well, this one year, actually, because mm-hmm. it's, it's almost a year for us. And she's changed a lot of what goes on in Vegas. Uh, but not her alone. But she's, she's actually pushing this great shift mm-hmm. that's happening in Las Vegas uh, as far as veganism is concerned. I went to Vegas. Jeez. I, I was a vegetarian. I wasn't vegan. And it was my first time there, and it was really difficult to find a place to eat. Uh, I ordered one thing, and I made sure to mention, like, no chicken. And, of course, they put chicken in it. And, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, there's, it's, I think it's a very, it at least was a very animal meat-centric city, you know, in terms yeah. of eating. You know, you go there for the disgusting buffets and all that kind of stuff. Well, you don't go there for that, but you, that's what you might end up eating mm-hmm. but there's uh, I'll, I know there's a lot going on especially with the Wynn Hotel right if we're talking about like the core of, of Las Vegas uh-huh. on the strip I uh, I'm not sure exactly what the story is with Steve Wynn but I don't know I think he's vegan yeah he, he, he went vegan. vegan and then uh, over in a short period of time I think he demanded that all the restaurants in his casino and uh-huh. resorts uh, offer vegan yes. options yes and which is amazing that's an amazing thing you right. know i think that above above all else uh if there's going to be a restaurant opening i think they're i don't care if it's a vegan restaurant it could be anything but if they offer vegan food that's prepared on vegan you know surface cookware and surfaces <laughs> yeah. then that's all i want I 
I would love to see every place, you know, cater to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I love all the vegan restaurants out in Los Angeles and New York and all over the country, but in the world too. But if there can be a place where everybody can eat... Yeah, why should any city dif- be different? Yeah. Be different, yeah. Yeah, but it's, you know, to me, eating is the kind of thing that you... I, I, at least I want to do it with people. And uh, I don't have many vegan friends. And I want to be able to sit down with all of my friends and everybody be happy. You know, yeah. and not have to make some, have my friends make some sort of exception where they go to a vegan restaurant where they might not normally go. If there's a place that can cater to everybody, then that's ideal. Yeah. And, you know, where you don't have to worry about, you know, what your food has touched or what the knives have cut before your food. You know, if they can just figure it out. Yeah. That's, I think that's the future. Yeah. I think, you know, personally... I'm not going to go ahead and say that you should start offering meat at Plant Food for People. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. I'm just going to go ahead... <laughs> In case there was any confusion with anybody. That's no, not gonna that's happen. not going to happen. But, yeah. you know, the options are... But there's plenty of other things in, in Highland Park where people can go. If they just make to. the party bigger, yeah. you know? That's just right. make the party bigger and include those people. Because, you know, in some in some respects, to each his own. And sure. let them eat what they like uh, right. along the way. You just be who you are. Don't change who yeah. you are. And uh, people are intelligent enough to come to their own conclusions Make your own about do, stuff. do what works for you is what, what I'm saying what I'm saying uh, I'm sorry we went off a little topic a little bit Las Vegas so yeah. this vegan consultant vegan consultant is doing great so stuff. from following her I don't and I don't know much you know I, I'm not with authority on the vegan mm-hmm. community in Las Vegas uh, I'm a vegan who visits Las sure. Vegas um, often enough to know that she's now created a community or helped and been a part of creating community gardens uh, oh yeah, and promoting yeah um, healthy living and green, uh-huh. green everything. You know, uh, Next she time I'm out just there, recently. I gotta get in touch with her. Yeah, you should. I'll it, bring all of my gear. It, it won't take much. She's very personable. Yeah, you, you should definitely do that. I, I uh, recommend uh, her as a guest to you. Um, she started a yoga. Just recently opened a, a building. It's like a community center, and they do yoga mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff, which which is a great exercise. Uh, and lots of vegans. Lots of vegans do it, and something should be said about that because Janice really likes. Uh huh. I've I've tried it. Yeah. I've, you know, done it a few times. Yeah, it's it's good for yeah. body. Sure. And health, just like uh, eating whole foods, plant based yeah. diet. So talking a little bit about Vegas, I uh, I mentioned this earlier. I want to tell a little story about when I got a message on Twitter from Jeremy, <laughs> saying. Can you meet me at Johnny's Bar in Highland Park at 9 o'clock? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, but uh, I guess on Twitter, you had mentioned that uh, you were going to be in Vegas, and I said, bring me back some Ronald's Donuts. Yeah. And lo and behold, you brought back... Well, you've always been a uh, great customer. Uh, uh, you brought back a giant pink box that certainly made me feel ill for the next week, <laughs> but it was worth it. Uh, <laughs> no, that was, that was amazing. Um, so Ronald's Donuts, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, it's your run-of-the-mill, standard, you would never think twice about it, donut shop in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. And I think it's like the top two rows of donuts that they have. Yeah, and some of the, the bottom rows. Yeah, well. uh, very yeah you just have to ask donuts. them. It doesn't say anywhere that anything is vegan. They just happen to be vegan. Yeah. And they're so good. Yeah. It's, it's too good. Uh, but that's the thing, like, 
you, you would never you would never expect it and i'm sure that so many people don't even realize that that they're eating yeah all my father my father's friends and uh-huh. they're, they're all bikers in vegas uh-huh they can't tell the difference they said it just they're good like regular they're donut. good donuts and <laughs> but they've been tested we should yeah. we should uh point out that cory sure. girl cory girl had them tested had them tested and they totally came back good. legit absolutely yeah. yeah and that's that speaks volumes yeah uh that's the thing if anybody hasn't seen this um this is especially goes for people in los angeles uh if you go to quarrygirl.com and or google operation pancake have you seen this this I've, is this I've is read a, some of the this is a test that that she did with some people uh, about a lot of the Los Angeles vegan Thai restaurants, which, and also Pure Luck was on there too. Um, but this is like, you know, in Los Angeles and a lot of other places, there's these dime a dozen supposedly vegan Thai places. And they're all over the place. And she tested to see if they had uh, fish byproducts, egg, and casein, which is what we talked about before that makes cheese stretch. And she would get things, you know, sometimes it wouldn't be necessarily Thai stuff, but like quesadillas, like, you know, mm-hmm. they have that weird stuff on the menu. <laughs> and some places checked out totally fine. Others, you know, she just did like a random sampling pretty much. And others just came back completely not vegan. And uh, if you're in Los Angeles visiting or if you live here, uh, if you're thinking about going to one of those vegan Thai places, I would check in with uh, that website. It's quarrygirl.com or Google quarry girl or operation pancake because it's it's she does amazing things and i feel like she's just like a lot of us other vegans you know we're normal people we have day jobs and it's just a passion of ours to Mm -hmm. uh kind of preach the word a little bit and you're taking it to a different level where you're actually going to be leaving your uh your day job and transforming your life to become you know a full-time vegan crusader it's, I mean, it's an american dream it's it's our american dream That's is right. to go into business for yourself and yeah. create a niche of what your world is and love what you do and that's what i've been working towards you know ever since i've been working right it's absolutely true i i think that what you've been doing even just being a vegan who works such an honest with an honest living like that i I don't know. Do your do your coworkers ever get curious about you know the food that you eat or all the time? Yeah, every time uh-huh. I bring in a, a brown paper bag, oh. I walk in and everybody goes what? <laughs> <laughs> they want to know what's in it. And when I sit down uh, to eat my lunch, whoever's in the lunchroom has to ask. Right. Uh, oftentimes, I let them try uh, what's going on, and uh, and then they come back to me with stories like you know. And they're, and they're very excited to talk to me about that. Right. So. I think that's a really cool thing about being vegan is that when somebody who's an omnivore goes to a place that's vegan or tries something that's vegan or cooks something that's all vegan, they're proud to tell you about it. They're proud to say, I cooked dinner last night and I didn't even realize it, but everything was vegan. Mm. And then, or if they, sometimes people will tell me like, oh, I made this thing and it was vegan. And then they'll be going through the ingredients and they may mention something that isn't vegan. Like, like, oh no, I used you know, honey, like they get like <laughs> mad at themselves. And it's, it makes me really happy that people, you know, think about what they're eating. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. If they're thinking about what they're doing and it makes them happy to be able to report back to me that what they made had no animal products in it. It just, yeah. you know, it, it feels good. It's and, good. Yeah. You know, I like agree. I said, most of my friends aren't vegan and I'm, 
they're they're happy doing whatever they do and that's fine by me but they're very excited when they tell me that you know they do something different and or if they uh try your tacos i i've introduced your tacos to so many of my non-vegan friends and they've all been just blown away and that's what it's all about is just introducing these new products to people and you know check out this crazy thing called jackfruit yeah and it's it's incredible it's amazing how people take an idea and and once they you know make it their own then they go running with uh-huh. it and slowly but surely people come around that it, i concur you know it's like it's it, i'm really happy to see that happen and to see the transition in people's mm-hmm. lives or or just to see them enjoying something that is good for them because i know i can say janice and i want to be able to make people happy and to not feel guilty about what we're feeding mm-hmm. our customers. Well, speaking about feeding your customers, we have one more snack over here. One more snack. <laughs> you like that segue? Yeah, that was, that was good, good, right? Awesome. So Solid. I was wondering when we were going to work that in. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what we've got going on over here. The last snack that I brought is um, the Dirty. It's a bag of potato chips. And um, where I Can't work, go wrong with a bag of potato chips, right? Where I work in the city of industry, okay, um, we get a lunch truck, and um, it's a lunch truck Roach Coach. We call it Lonchera. Sure. Okay. Uh, to all the Mexican uh, workers, we announce on the radio when it shows up, and they honk their horn. Oh, that's great. <laughs> we say Loncheras here, uh, but I don't have many choices there. I don't have hardly any choices of you know, big entrees for uh-huh. me to eat for lunch off the lunch truck that we get. But one of the things that I do get, and I, I get at least a couple times a week, is a bag of the dirty. And my favorite dirty is Dirty potato the, chips, all natural. Cracked pepper and sea salt is what we're dealing with right now. Yes, another one of my favorites. And these, I think that they have these all over the country, at least. Yeah, they're um, clearly marked with the ingredients. They're from Louisiana. Oh, um... Yeah, at least they have something going on in Louisiana. And something... Okay, so we've got Gramercy, Louisiana, Oxnard, California, and Hanover Township, Pennsylvania. There are three nice. different kind of like locations. That's cool. That's so it's fun. all over the place. Yeah, all right, I'm going to... Enjoy. You know, I haven't had a potato chip in a long time. Normally, yeah. like if I'm at a party and there's potato chips, I'd steer clear because I never know what's in them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right, guys, you're going to hear some chewing. There's going to be some crackling of I'm this really cracked sorry. pepper. That is a good potato chip. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with salt and pepper. I use it a lot on my food. I've never actually... This is just a personal thing. Is I never really add salt or pepper to my food. I don't know why. I've really? just never really done it. If it, if it is prepared that way, mm-hmm. then absolutely... Mm, I just got a bit of pepper. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> this has been such a great array of different types of foods here, especially the beer, because this has been... <laughs> I, it's loosened me up, let me tell you. I was yeah, right? When we started. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is great. Um, oh, there was something that I was going to ask you, but I completely forgot. No, it doesn't, get it, it doesn't matter. Know. I've had too much of this beer. It's not over yet, is it? <laughs> hey, it's not over until we say it's over. It's going to be a two-hour two podcast. This is a two-parter, <laughs> folks. No, I'm kidding. This is a one. This is gonna be a one-parter, uh, but I I kind of want to address something that uh, our listeners aren't gonna know, and I hope that they do find out seriously. But uh, for the first 
maybe half hour that we were recording, there was a a crew in here that was shooting us. Uh, if anyone's listened to episode one with uh, Jake Beamer, the manly vegan, he is trying really hard to get a, a TV show out there uh, about people like us uh, and you know people who are in the vegan community who are getting the word out as any way that they can or you know doing whatever they can and we happen to be Los Angeles based but I think he's trying to really go around the country and you know talk to people like us and I that's another thing is I think that people like him who are doing things like that are amazing and I hope that more and more people are doing that every day um, so if you ever see anything coming up where uh, it look you, the the voices that you hear on the TV sound familiar that it's possibly this podcast then then there you ha- there you have it I uh, but it's I, I you know I wasn't gonna talk about it because you know who knows what's gonna happen but just the fact that the idea is out there and that people are are going for it is sure. really cool it's remarkable yeah. it's really remarkable um, what's happening especially in Los Angeles. I remember people. what I was going to ask you. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, remarkable. It is remarkable um, what people are doing and what Jake's be- Jake the Beamer is doing. The Beamer. <laughs> he's, the uh, manly he's a vegan. really nice guy. And uh, he's contacted us. Yeah. And um, his idea for his show is really good and needed. And, um, you know, Janice and I would go out for drinks and we'd, we'd go, come out of the bar and we'd be like, well, we need something for us to eat. And we started what what we've started sure. since then. And I think what he's doing is filling a need. Uh, filling and a need good for him, hundred percent. And speaking of which, I know that you also do some. You sometimes do uh, taco events at Johnny's Bar uh-huh. in uh, in Highland Park. Johnny's Bar, for those of you who don't know, is a really cool dive bar. Which you know, there's pool, there's a foosball table, there's a relaxed atmosphere. There's a photo booth. But it's just like, it's right next to another bar called, called the York that's, mm-hmm. you know, a sit-down dinner kind of place. And, yeah. you know, they've got tons of beers. Johnny's is just like your honest Yeah, bar. it's like a real dive yeah. bar, but it's not like you're not going to find strange and, and no. scary people no, inside. Everybody's really Everybody's nice. Everybody's so friendly there. So and you guys do a, uh, every now and then you'll have... You know, Taco Tuesday or Cinco de Mayo event or something yeah. like that. that. That's been really cool. They're really nice and supportive of us. Yeah, that's the thing is it's it's about community. Mm-hmm. And the Highland Park community, just like the vegan community, everybody's really trying to help each other out. I know that there's a lot of new bars popping up and coffee shops popping up. But I hope that everybody succeeds and that nobody runs another business out of town. You know? Yeah. Um, but what I was going to ask you, just remembered, uh, so you became vegan three years ago? Yeah, it's been about yeah. two and a half years. My wife two and a half, three years. three years. Let's go back five years. Could you ever have imagined yourself being vegan? I, I didn't. Tell me what like a day in the life was like when you were there. You know, it like was five uh, years a lot ago. of ground beef and potatoes. And um, Did you ever think twice about it? No. It's what you were raised eating, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, you know... We talked about this earlier off off the air, but um, off the air, vegan <laughs> <laughs> snack attack radio. <laughs> it does life does go on otherwise. Yeah, but um, you know, growing up in school, you know, and growing up in uh, you know our everyday American culture, mm-hmm. we don't think about we don't think about uh, the effects of what we're eating or what goes into 
what sure. we put in our mouths. Uh, at least growing up, a lot of us aren't aware of stuff like that. But I remember in class when I was in elementary school learning about the four food groups, and it was mm-hmm. all skewed then different. I mean, it, yeah, towards milk and egg, and it still sure, is. For, yeah. It still is, I think. Um, but you learned about those stuff, and in junior high, when I learned about nutrition. Uh, you had the little epiphany moments where you were like, yeah, if I could eat that way, that would be great. And I knew it was good. And I knew that that was the way to go. Mm-hmm. And then class ended or the week's lesson ended and you went right back to doing it sure. without thinking, you know, yeah. you went, I went skateboarding and when I got tired, I went to Jack in the Box and ate 16 tacos. You know, I went and saw, that's disgusting. Uh, you know, new nightmare, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> Freddy's new nightmare, new nightmare and, <laughs> and picked out, you know, afterwards. And, uh, and all that's changed, you know, once I become more aware of your surroundings. And once, uh, you know, fate kind of threw this uh, whole health issue at us and we, we dealt with it. But once we did, it's like uh, I can't think of going any other way because the, right. the benefits of eating a whole foods plant-based diet mm-hmm. are so far superior than eating anything else. Right. It's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I hate, I hate to say it when, when I have so many people who are close to me that... I uh, don't live in, in that, that, that way, but it is better and it's definitely worth trying. Uh, that's something that I regret not doing sooner is just trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the day that I decided I'm going to give this a try, I gave myself one month and I've said this before, it's, you know, over three years later and that month hasn't ended <laughs> and, you know, I'm super happy about that. Um, I think that we're just about ready to wrap things up. Uh, you want to keep going? <laughs> no, All I right. think it's, it's about time. We, yeah, we can, uh, we can wrap things up a little bit. Um, so quickly tell me, how can people find, find out more about you? You're on Twitter. Yeah, we're on Twitter at Plant Food for People. But it's spelled uh, PPL, Plant Food for PPL. Plant Food for PPL. And on Facebook, we're the full name, Plant Food for People. Uh-huh. Where'd you come up with the name? Janice came up with the name. Uh-huh. Were we, there any other names that you were tossing around? Yeah, yeah. Um, give, give me some of the other ones. Originally, we were going to be Leafy Organics. Okay. And uh, we put in a uh, doing business as the DBA uh-huh. with uh, the county of Los Angeles and the city. And... Um, we're slow to get going, you know, and uh, that's something that probably should be said for my wife Janice is that she's very go-getter and she's got so much ambition. She's pushing, pushing for us to do here, it and oh, do it. Time out for a second. Why are you here and why isn't I don't Janice know, John, here? I don't know. Do, <laughs> I, I've done a good job of you're, duping you into inviting yeah, I know me you're onto the, your show. You're, you've, you've shown me that you're the face of this company. <laughs> But you're definitely not the brains behind it, Jeremy. Here I stand exposed <laughs> to you. I know, completely. right? Yeah. Uh, the emperor has no clothes. Hey, I don't mind. Uh, but Janice, uh, thank you, Janice. Thank Janice. <laughs> uh, I thank Janice. You know, yeah. when a man loves a woman, yeah, That's he'll right. change his whole world for the That's good right. life he's found. Yeah. I, you know what? I have a love for Janice, but it's a different kind of love, just so we're clear. But... The, the food that she creates is just out of this world. And uh, I, I'm excited for more people to be exposed to it. We're all, we're all the better for her. So, so we got Facebook. We got Twitter. Yeah, we're on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we have a website. It's not updated as often as we like, but we'll get there. Uh, and that's plantfoodforpeople.com. 
That's pretty simple. And then uh, your location is going to be in the Highland Park neighborhood of Los Angeles. Uh, on York Boulevard. York Boulevard. It's 49... 49.33. 49.33. 49.39. We have to get the logistics uh, straightened out because there's two little small buildings on right. the property. And we only have one of them right now. Okay. Right but uh, soon we'll have uh-huh. them both and it'll be a nice drive-through. So it'll be drive-through. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal is to have a drive-through in Los Angeles. And we could be open late. Vegan drive-through. And when you get out of the bar, you can go and get yourself some tacos. I may have to pick up like another job just working through your, in working the neighborhood your maybe maybe just i'll do it for a week or something that yeah. could be fun yeah uh that, yeah that'd be a blast i uh, i'm really excited for it i uh, i know that you've been working really hard to get this thing going and you know right now correct me if i'm wrong but it's just kind of going through the cities yeah you know yeah there's a lot regular of permitting red tape actually and, yeah red tape uh you know you got to get permits and you got to get the okay from the city and then people want to put roadblocks but we're turning uh uh walls into stepping stones that's great well you're probably just giving them tacos and uh, <laughs> cheesecake and things like that right that's, all, that's a good idea we're gonna start you're just like that. oh we need we need to wait how many months for this paperwork to go through hmm uh, oh hey we have some extra cheesecake do you want to try it? oh lunch? cool yeah a week that's fine that'll work <laughs> yeah uh that would be great if that's the way that things worked. Uh, but thank you, Jeremy, so much for coming on. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about before we wrap things up? I would uh, like to thank all of those people who support us and have helped us along the way, um, starting at the top with Corey Girl for spreading the word and getting thousands of people yeah. to like us. Honestly, I, I mean, this podcast, I have heard to thank for, you know helping me get some guests and things like that and you know spreading the word she's she's, a she's been doing a great person. thing for a long yeah. time uh secondly figaro produce who uh, supplies my neighborhood uh-huh. with plenty of vegan uh, items unique vegan and items. if anybody in the los angeles area is in need of food please <laughs> check it out at least uh yeah. figaro produce is something that i hope sticks around for a long time and you know, places like that are kind of always in danger. It's a small establishment, right. uh, privately owned. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's the honest working little guy, and yeah, uh, I absolutely support them. And you do some; they do the vegan cookouts. Yeah, we do you, cookouts with them. Yeah, and they offer uh, a lot of unique items and that's to a, Los Angeles. One of them is um, the uh, match meats, match which meat. are available. Mm-hmm. I, as my understanding, nowhere else in Los Angeles uh-huh. except for Figaro Produce uh, Market. Yeah, the Figaro Produce. Something cool that they do is they have a full deli. Keep in mind, this place is not a vegan place. They have a full deli that has animal meats and, sorry, animal cheeses and things like that. And you can get a deli sandwich like that. But they have a separate deli slicer and Mm -hmm. a section just for match meats and uh, Dea cheese, mm-hmm. and they have a full, sep- fully separate vegan deli. Yeah, which they have is vegan deli meats. Very unique. And let me tell you, I had one of their sandwiches. Like the first time I had one of their sandwiches, it was just my mind was blown. I'm from New Jersey, where it's like all about the sandwiches, you oh. know, subs and stuff like that. And being able to kind of revisit that and take a bite into one of the sandwiches is really an incredible thing. Now, you may not know this, John, but they're about to open a new market in Eagle Rock on Colorado Boulevard. 
yes. organics. Organics. And uh, that will be completely raw and vegan. Completely and raw and vegan. Completely well, raw and vegan. When is this happening? Wow, we said we were going to wrap this thing up, but I'm sorry. It's not happening. Yeah, Tell no, me about the organics. Scoop, here's the scoop. Uh, they're having a soft opening uh, June 15th. Is what I was told. I think that this will be out by then. Okay. For sure. If not, their grand opening oh. is the weekend following <laughs> 4th of July. Okay. Yeah. And so you will be able to shop uh, one place completely raw, vegan, completely and raw organic. Vegan. And on the grand opening, you may perhaps even be able to get a jackfruit taco from Plant Food for What? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Probably not. Uh <laughs> That's great. Organics. That's really cool. Yeah. So it's on Colorado Boulevard. Uh, because we have so many people listening from different parts of the country, I want to let you all know, and different parts of the world, uh, I am planning on taking this podcast outside of Los Angeles and talking to some people from all different parts of the world. Uh, I know that the first few have been very Los Angeles-centric, and for that, I do apologize. I'm really trying to get it out there. Uh but I want to thank you all for listening, and feel free to get in touch with me. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at vegan snacker, and send me an email. It's uh, vegan snack attack at gmail.com. and leave me an iTunes review, whether it's good or bad. I just want to hear your feedback. Uh, I really appreciate that anybody is listening at all, and that you know the more people listen to it and. You know, as long as you keep on listening, I'm still gonna I'm gonna keep on bringing on interest people that I find really interesting in uh, the vegan community, and maybe some people who are not necessarily vegan, but uh, people that we might want to know about, and talking about things that we are probably interested in. I uh, <laughs> I also hope that there are people who aren't vegan listening that are just curious to to hear what we're all about, and I'd be glad to answer any of your questions. So send me an email, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, and I'm sure that if anybody has any questions for Jeremy, uh, he'd be glad to answer them. Uh, Plant food for PPL on yeah, Twitter. That's right. Um, find him on Facebook, Plant Food for People. Uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you, John. I had a great time. Fantastic. I can't wait to eat some of those tacos.